In these days of the coronavirus and the pandemic uh, that is COVID-19 and all the tragedy that it's brought, uh, I think it has a lot of people asking uh, some questions. And, and some of the questions are really good, and I'm glad they're being asked, but some of them, they may be the, the wrong questions uh, to ask. And I think one of those wrong questions is this one that you might hear a lot uh, during all of this. And one of it is, is this the end of the world? Are we in the last times? Is this the end times? Is this when Jesus is going to come? Seems like it because things are so difficult and so rough. And I understand uh, that thinking, but I still think that that's the wrong question. Jesus spoke about it in Matthew 24 and told parables about it in, in chapter 25. And he even made the statement that he said, you know, no one knows when that's going to happen. And so I think that what he's telling us there is that that's the wrong question. And then with those parables in chapter 25, he says, you know, you just be ready, be, be watching. So that if he comes today, if he comes before this little devotional is over, that would be great. And if he waits another 2,000 years, that's okay. Because we know he's going to be with us either way. Um, and we hear that thought about the last times. And yet, Paul the Apostle in the first century, as he was writing to his uh, young friend and son in the Gospel, Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, he said... You know, there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of bad things in these last days. And he says, I don't want you to be a part of that, and I don't want you to give in to that. And so in that sense, we've been in the last days for 2,000 years. And we've certainly seen a lot of difficult times. I, we think sometimes um, we get lost in our moment in history, and we forget that this world has seen some very difficult times, some horrible things uh, since its beginning, and certainly since the time Jesus ascended to heaven. So I don't know that that's the right question to be asking uh, right now. And it reminds me of another question that was uh, probably not the right question. And it's found in Luke 10. In, in Luke chapter 10, Jesus is approached by the religious leaders and one of the men, an expert in the law, he asks Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And so Jesus tells him, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, with everything about you. And then he says this, the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And we find both of those in the law of Moses, and certainly that great passage in Deuteronomy 6 that calls us to love God, and also in Leviticus chapter 19, that call to love neighbor as self. And so the man, this lawyer, wants to justify himself. And so he asks Jesus a question after he makes that statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. And calls it the second great command. The man wanting to justify himself asks this. Well, who is my neighbor? And Jesus goes, eh, wrong question. Oh, okay, well, maybe he doesn't do exactly that. But that's kind of what he does. And he tells the man, you know, let me tell you a story. He tell you a story, and he tells us the story, that great parable of the Good Samaritan, the man who had fell among thieves and was left to die, and a priest went by on the other side of the path, and a Levite went by on the other side of the road, both of them leaders of the Jews, but a Samaritan, one of those outcasts, came over and stopped and helped and brought the man into town and 
and left some money for the innkeeper and said, look, whatever you need to do to help this man do that, and I'll, and I'll pay for it. And so then Jesus asks the right question, which is, which one of those men did the right thing? Which one of those men was a good neighbor? Which one of those men loved that man? And the poor lawyer, he couldn't even bring himself to say the Samaritan. So he just said, well, it was the one who helped him. And Jesus said, that's right. And now you go and do the same. Well, asking Jesus, who do I have to help, is not the right question. Uh, it's what can I do to help my neighbor? That's, that's the right question. But another of those questions that's uh, kind of asked about today that I think is the wrong question is a question that was asked, actually asked of Jesus in John chapter 9. Because sometimes we see everything that's going on and we want to ask, well, who sinned? Whose fault is it that all these bad things are happening? Well, a similar thing happened in John chapter 9, beginning in verse 1. John records, as Jesus went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked Jesus, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? I think kind of like us, they want to know who's responsible. Why did this happen? That's a question we ask a lot. I think it's okay to ask, but I think we have to move on from it sometime because I don't think it's the most important question. And Jesus tells them that that day as well. Because it wasn't about who sinned, this man or his parents or someone else that would cause him to be born blind. And as John records this incident, he helps us to understand that. And maybe we can find some application for us today in the midst of the COVID-19 outbreak. Again, starting in John 9, verse 1. As Jesus went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Verse 3, neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Who sinned? Whose fault is this? Why did this happen? Those are things that we might want to ask because they're on our heart. But I don't think they're the right questions. The right question is what Jesus points to in this incident. And that is, what can I do to glorify God in this moment? How can this situation, this horrible, horrible tragedy that our world, our, our neighbors, some of our own families are experiencing, what can we do to glorify God in this moment? That's the right question. Let's ask all the questions. God is big enough to handle them. And his followers should be big enough to hear them as well. So don't be shy about asking those questions. But let's move to the point where we can ask the right questions. The question of, am I ready for the return of the Lord? The question of what can I do to help my neighbor and show love to them? The question of what can I do in this moment, at this time, even in the midst of this tragedy? What can I do to glorify God?